Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the six-week series, You Are the Healer. Healer being an acronym for... Habits, education, action, language, empathy slash emotions, and finally today, relationships, because our relationships are a shortcut to our healing because we can think that we are so healed, right? That we have done all the work and then we get into a relationship or we interact with someone who triggers us. The universe can place people in our path who directly trigger us so that we can heal deeper. And that is our shortcut to healing. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping. The Rebirth. You've arrived at your destination. What's up, guys? We made it all the way to the end of the six weeks of You Are the Healer. And if you are new here, you are the healer because we constantly displace because we constantly displace our uh, our power into other mediums, other forms, other practitioners, other other mentors. And although those are amazing and so pertinent to have, like so important to have people in our life who guide us, at the end of the day, if you're not willing to do the work, nothing is going to come of it because you are your deepest healer. You are your greatest healer and I want you guys to get this. And yes, healer is an acronym and today we are on the R for relationships. And like I said in the beginning, guys, relationships are our shortcut to healing. They just are because they're going to bring up all your wounds because relationships are so vulnerable and require so much vulnerability. And with that, We feel all the fear coming up, all the anxiety coming up, all our limiting beliefs coming up, that we aren't deserving of a healthy relationship, that, that, um, we never will find a healthy relationship, whatever, whatever is coming up for you within your relationships, it is meant to come up. Stop fighting it. Stop resisting it because what we resist persists and what we really can do is get into it and heal it deeper and, 
and get to the bottom of why we feel that way because it's coming up because it wants to heal. So thank those parts of yourself who are showing themselves to you now because they wouldn't come up if they weren't ready. You know, that's what my therapist always says to me, like, Kayla, these parts of you wouldn't be coming up right now. They wouldn't be telling you that something is wrong if you weren't ready to heal them. So let's do this thing. And today I'm going to talk about relationships and and my advice after being in a relationship for over six years now that has grown and evolved and changed and, and went from a really like little kid relationship to a very mature adult evolved spiritual relationship with the same person. Um, these are my five things that I would really recommend to create a healthier romantic relationship in your life, whatever that looks like for you. And obviously I would just like to say like this can apply across all relationships, monogamous, non-monogamous, heterosexual, homosexual, um, whatever it is. But obviously my experience is from a heterosexual lens. So I just want to note that, that it may make things different, honestly. Um, and I just want to own that and say that and, and point that out. Also fucking crazy. I just had deja vu. I just had crazy deja vu right now. Holy shit. That was so real. This podcast is also sponsored by Open. As you guys know, Open is my favorite app. Why? Because it has breath work, meditation, yoga, Pilates classes, and so much more all on one app. And I swear to God, the teachers on this app are amazing. And the breath work, first of all, just helps me get back into a clear state of mind. The meditation brings me into more more peace and I'm able to do short one minute or five minute meditations, which I absolutely love because sometimes I feel like a 20 minute meditation, which they have, feels so overwhelming. So I love these shorter breath work and meditations that they have on the app and the teachers are absolutely amazing and we want to give you guys 30 days for free so you can try it out you guys are going to go to withopen.com slash skinny dipping to get 30 days for free again that's withopen.com slash the podcast skinny dipping and i'll see you guys in class time doesn't exist okay let's get into it guys i just wanted to give you that little like information so that you can you know be discerning of everything that I say and that obviously I just want to own that that is from my own lens and I don't have a lot of information from another perspective because this is the only serious relationship I've ever been in and it is with a man so let's get into it though these can be applied across all relationships not just romantic relationships but also friendships family relationships but I specifically want to focus on the romantic relationships today these are the five things um if you're new here hey I'm Kayla Rose. I'm the podcast host of Skinny Dipping, the podcast where we learn about the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. Let's strip down and dive in. First of all, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about my history of my relationship. So me and my boyfriend have been together over six years now, like about six and a half years, a little over that. And we started in high school. He was a senior. I was a junior. I was like in love with him. He was just like the it guy. Like he was just so nice, so well liked and popular. Not popular because he was an asshole, but popular because he was just genuinely such a good guy and everyone loved him and he played sports and I just really didn't notice him like all throughout high school. I had crushes on other people and I didn't even notice that Hobbs even existed, honestly. And then one day. 
divine timing. It was like I was literally hit by Cupid's arrow. That's what I say. Because I just looked across the hall. I saw him hanging out with his friends. He was laughing, smiling, just like so abundant, so cute. And I was like, this man. I was like, I'm going to kiss this man this weekend at a party. If a party happens, party happens. We go to the party. I kiss him. Amazing. I'm like pursuing him. I'm like, I want to be with him. Like all of a sudden I am just head over heels. I am in love. And what happens? He doesn't want to date me because he was like, I'm going to college next year. There's no point getting into anything. Um, and I pursued him for like nine months and he liked me, but not enough. Um, or so we thought. I mean, he also now like has told me he was really scared of getting into a committed relationship. And we were kids when we started dating. We were literally teenagers in high school. He ended up graduating high school, ended up taking a gap year to travel. So I kind of was like, after a while, I was like, okay, I'm done pursuing. Stopped pursuing him for like two months. And then eventually he came back and was like, damn, I fucked up. Like, I really like you. And, you know, I just needed to give him a little bit of space to realize that. And that is a lesson for life. Give people space, man. Um, So, yeah, then we started dating and we were like literally attached at the hip. The first summer we started dating, we spent every single day, every single night together. We were just falling in love, going on adventures, being such kids. I really didn't work at the time yet. Still was like being provided for by my parents. And so was he. And like we were just like such kids still. And we would spend every waking moment together which is probably the number one thing that I would change if I were to go back because although it was magical, it really led to this immediate codependency. And then I went off to college and so did he. I went to Victoria in Canada and he went to California and Santa Barbara. I would visit him like once a month. He would come and then I would go and then we would switch off and We saw each other quite often. Uh, Luckily, I was doing photography at the time, so I had the finances to fly my ass out to California. Um, But it was really tough, and being apart from each other after having a codependent relationship for a year, really being with each other every moment, and not just a physically codependent relationship, but a very emotionally codependent relationship. We we really dealt with everything together, and I, I really depended on him a lot, a lot. I I depended on my parents and then I just switched to depending on him. And if I could change anything, that's what I would change. But also I know that is the lesson that I needed to learn. We both needed to learn how to grow out of codependency. So because of this, we really struggled doing long distance. Long distance is a bitch. I would never do it again uh, for a long amount of time for sure. And basically we broke up at the end of the summer uh, my second year, I was going into my second year of university. He was also going back to school in Santa Barbara and we broke up and I was heartbroken. We were literally on a flight back from, I think it was Canada or Europe. I'm not quite sure, but it was somewhere big and, and we were on this flight and we were just like, we can't do this anymore. So we broke up and I was heartbroken and I actually realized I didn't want to break up and, and kind of kept chasing him. And he was like, no, he was being the strong one. He was like, this isn't working. This isn't healthy, Kayla. Like, I love you, but this isn't working. So yeah, some shit went down. And I I honestly felt like we were going to fall back in love again during winter break. Uh, We were definitely hooking up. um, And I thought that meant we were going to go back together. But in his mind, it didn't. And when I found that out, it completely shattered me. I felt so disrespected. I felt so hurt. Um, 
even though, you know, we were broken up, I just thought we were going to get back together and thought we were meant to be together. And we were just very codependent, very attached. Uh, and he was more the avoidant one. And I was more the anxiously attached one at the time, you know? So then after I kind of felt disrespected, I was like, okay, I'm done chasing you. I dyed my hair black. I changed my personality. No, I didn't completely change my personality, but I glue up and I stepped into my power and I was like, men don't disrespect me. And then a couple months later, like he apologized. He made a huge effort to come see me um, multiple times in California. He drove like five hours to come see me, take me to a dance class, let me be in that dance class. And then, and then just to see me for a couple hours, like literally he went out of his way. He came to Canada to see me and then we ended up getting back together. And then we were in this relationship and it did change. Our relationship changed, but we still were kids trying to be in an adult relationship. And then eventually, you know, there was a lot of outbursts going on, lots of fights, lots of toxicity. So I started going to therapy. A year later, he started going to therapy. And now we just have a completely different way of communicating, a different way of being. We know, you know, we can still go back to those old habits sometimes, but for the most part, we have evolved and grown so much. And the reason I want to tell you about the story is because like we started out so toxic, so immature, so unhealthy, so avoidant and anxiously attached. And we have taken the same relationship and we have shifted it into something beautiful and I think people a lot of the times think that they need to give up on on somebody because it's not working and that is true sometimes you really got to see when it isn't working anymore and it's so good to be honest but I'm so grateful that me and him decided to grow together rather than apart and work through it and it is possible this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like it's easy to, you know, accomplish your dreams when you're feeling your best. But then when we're not feeling good, we totally fall off track and we lose ourselves and we lose track of that discipline that it needs to get us to where we want to go. And that's why I love checking in weekly with a therapist because she keeps me on track. She helps me through my mental health, you know, experience and allows me to really become the most empowered version of myself. I want you to also step into your power and therapy is the best the best way to step into your power because you are going to own your shit you're going to accept yourself as you are and you are going to grow and you're going to transform and evolve and that is going to create empowerment in your life and I want that for you and that is why I love better help because therapy isn't affordable or accessible for everyone but with better help it is it's it's affordable it's accessible it's all online and you can literally switch therapists at any time and I want to give you guys 10% off so you're going to go to betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping and give it a try because BetterHelp is the best option for this. Hello, skinny dippers. I am so freaking excited to share a new sponsor of the podcast, matcha.com. And if you know me and if you follow my Instagram stories, you know I'm absolutely obsessed with this product and I'm just obsessed with matcha in general. This is my favorite premium matcha, providing the perfect blend of quality and taste. Whether you're a matcha fan or you're trying it for the first time, you're going to love matcha.com. I swear to God, if I can give you one half for your hormones and your health, it's to switch from coffee to matcha because coffee creates anxiety and jitters and burnout, but matcha is clean. 
clean energy without the jitters and without the anxiety. Matcha.com is specifically packed with antioxidants to boost immunity, brain function, physical performance, and so much more. You can take it on the go or enjoy a delicious cup at home. Matcha.com sources their matcha from the finest tea leaves in Japan. So every cup is an absolute pleasure. And this is probably the best brand I've ever tried. This is real matcha as it's meant to be. And trust me, you can taste the difference. And I pulled some strings for you guys and I got us a little discount code. So use the discount code skinny dipping for 20% off when you place your order at matcha.com and the link is going to be below. Again, that's skinny dipping for 20% off of matcha.com for all your homemade matcha needs. Check them out, guys. I freaking love this brand. It isn't working anymore and it's so good to be honest, but I'm so grateful that me and him decided to grow together rather than apart and work through it. And it is possible. It is possible for both of you to shift and evolve, but the key is that both people need to want to. They need to see the ways that they need to individually approve. And two, they both need to be willing to grow and evolve and change and stop blaming. Number three, stop blaming the other person. Um, So we're going to get into it because I have a lot of honestly knowledge on relationships because I have seen my own relationship grow and transform and evolve. And it's something that I am so passionate about because I think to have healthy relationships is a key to having a joyful, healthy, beautiful life. And I'm so grateful for my relationship with Hobbs and the growth that we've had and our individual growth and supporting each other in that. And and now kind of coming into a new chapter of our lives where we both are very focused on our careers and, and knowing that we can still be together and support each other without the codependency. So number one, guys, the number one thing that I would say is lose the battle, win the war. When I first heard this, it took a while for this to set in, but I realized I was constantly trying to win these little battles because I wanted to be right. And at the end of the day, I have learned through uncovering and therapy that a lot of us tend to feel like we need to be right because to feel not like to not be right. What does that mean? Well, for me, not being right can make me feel stupid. It can make me feel not good enough. It can make me feel even unsafe and insecure. And at the end of the day, it just doesn't do that. It's actually safe and it's okay. And it is healthy to be wrong and to be able to admit to when you are wrong. And it's just practice being like, damn, yeah, I'm in the wrong right now. Also, it's realizing that One person doesn't have to be right and one person doesn't have to be wrong. You can both be right in some ways and not be right in other ways. And there's no really such thing as like right or wrong. It's just a meaning and a story that we are making in our heads. And when I realized that I needed to lose the battle to win the war, basically meaning all the battles we have, all the disagreements we have, just putting your sword down and literally being like, this isn't what matters. What matters is our relationship. And to win the war is to win the war of your relationship and your love and what you guys are actually fighting for, which is to be together and to be in love and to have a happy relationship where both of you feel supported and validated and taken care of and loved. So number one is going to be lose the battle, win the war. Stop fucking trying to be right. It is getting you nowhere. It is just the ego tricking you into thinking that that keeps you safe, but it doesn't. What keeps you safe is having healthy relationships. What keeps you safe is having love in your life. That is what is going to create that feeling of safety, that need that you are missing. Lose the battle, win the war of love. Number two, ugh. This is something my therapist taught me and it took me a long time to understand. So if you don't understand it right away, it's okay. If you're triggered, it's your problem. And, you know, if you're triggered, it's not your fault. You know, 
it's not your fault that that you were raised in a certain way that you have a certain programming or imprinting on you but it is your responsibility now that's what I'll say it's not your problem maybe that's not the right wording here but that's what my therapist said to me if you're triggered it's your problem which means it's your responsibility even if it's not your fault even if you didn't quote unquote do anything wrong right we're going to try to remove the blaming and the making wrong and we're going to be like okay but now it is my responsibility. And if my partner triggers me, most likely it's not even because of something they did. It's because of something that they did actually impacted me and my past and triggered a past experience that is bringing up this unmet need or this deep insecurity or, or feeling unloved, whatever is going on within me. It's not about him. It's not about us. It's literally about me. And how I'm experiencing the world. And it's about looking at your filters. What filter are you looking through? What window are you looking through? Are you looking through a window and a filter that is dirtied from your own past experiences and past traumas? If so, own that fucking shit, baby. Own it. And, and be like, yeah, I'm really in my ego right now because my filter to the world does not like what is going on. And literally own it and be like, okay. I know that I can heal something within me and this whole dynamic within this relationship is going to change. It doesn't just have to be a two-person thing. It is, of course. But if we can focus on ourselves and the ways that we can heal within our own relationship, that is key. But then it's also about knowing that you have a partner who is also willing to do the same. That is so, so important. You can't do this on your own. So send this to your partner also. Number three is to love is a choice, not a feeling. Me and my friends had a book club and we read All About Love by Bell Hooks and there is this quote that love is a combination of care, commitment, knowledge, responsibility, respect, and trust. And I completely wholeheartedly agree. To love is a choice. It is not a feeling. That feeling of attraction, that feeling of desire, that is going to fade. So if that's what you think that love is, then you will never last in love because love is a choice. Love comes with care and respect and commitment and trust and knowledge and wanting to know the other person deeper. Love is a choice. Love love isn't just one choice. It's all the choices that you make within your day that lead you to having a healthy relationship, that lead you to love. And love leads to fulfillment, honestly. Like true authentic love will give you the need that that isn't being met for you. So just know that. Just know if, if things lack luster, I mean, obviously passion is important, but don't just depend on that to keep your relationships going because it is a daily choice and it is so much deeper and more intimate than just attraction and desire. And when you get into a really deep relationship, you you really learn that. Number four is find someone who's willing to grow. That is so important. You need to be willing to grow. They need to be willing to grow. I always like would tell my friends, even before I started my spiritual journey and my mental health journey, I was like, I don't care about finding somebody who, you know, is perfect. I just want someone who's willing to grow who's willing to evolve. And that's like 16 year old me saying that. And honestly, she is so wise for saying that because I still believe that now wholeheartedly. I don't care about somebody being perfect. I want them to just be able to own their shit, grow and evolve past it and transform. We're going to be constantly shifting and changing and evolving all throughout the different phases of our lives. So find somebody who's willing to do that with you, who isn't going to hold you to the person that you were three months ago, who isn't going to hold you to the person that you were six years ago, who isn't going to hold you to the person that you were yesterday. 
Because each moment you have the ability to make a choice to be somebody different and who's willing to evolve, grow, and change. And with that, I just feel like it's so important for me to have somebody who allows me to be imperfect. I feel like uh, the true expression of love for me is like someone allowing me to be myself and to explore who I am and to explore my growth journey and to not be perfect because none of us are fucking perfect. So stop expecting your partners to be perfect and start encouraging them to grow. And wanting to go on that journey with them because it is both of you in it, baby. And you can't just point the finger all the time. You need to be like, okay, how can I grow and evolve and change within myself? Because every single time you do that, like I said before, the dynamic within your relationship will change when you heal something deeper within yourself. Take personal responsibility. That is key. And finally, number five is keep being curious. Your partner is constantly changing and evolving and going through new experiences. And, and I think we get in this mindset that like, I'm like, oh, well, I know that person so well. So I don't need to ask those questions or, or I don't need to really know about their day because I already know what they did. And it's just like, they might have had something that completely shifted or, or they may have had a little thing that happened in their day that just like changed their perspective. And it's like, be curious with your partner and don't just assume that you know them. Stop assuming and start accepting that you will never fully know them because they are growing and ever evolving. And that is a beautiful thing. And that's what we want out of partnerships and out of life is that ability and that permission to grow and to change and keep being curious with your partner. And on top of that, date your partner keep being curious date your partner and spend time with them and and sometimes act as if you are just meeting them like stop assuming that you know who somebody is and start giving them the opportunity to have clean slates so that they can be whoever they want to be you know that one kid that like is so weird in high school or like such so, so just like so weird and like just weird energy whatever and then they go off to like college and then they come back and they're actually like so chill and so nice and such a good vibe and you're like wait everyone was just assuming they were that way so they had to be that way in that situation they had to show up within their identity within the character that people saw them as and they didn't have the opportunity to be anything else But then when they went off to college and they had a clean slate, they were able to be whoever they wanted to be. They were able to be like cool and sexy and get the girl or whatever it is. You know, I feel like we all know somebody like that who, you know, completely transformed, but they were always that person within. They just didn't have the opportunity because no one gave them permission to change because we like to put people in boxes. Stop putting your partner in a box and start giving them the ability to have a clean slate to be who they want to be. I really need to take this advice and I'm so happy I'm having this conversation now with you guys because I swear to fucking God, like it's life changing to stop assuming and start accepting. I just want to take a quick pause in this episode, guys, to let you know that I have something that I am so proud of and I can't wait for you to utilize in your practice, especially with shadow work, because basically what shadow work is, is learning about the deep dark parts of ourself that we might want to turn away from and learning to bring them to the light and show them love, compassion, and most importantly, grace. So from everything from detaching from our manifestation, uncovering limiting beliefs, moving through moments of overwhelm, this shadow workbook that I created for you guys, 17 pages of journal prompts, of exercises, of fill in the blank, of information, this shadow workbook has the potential for you to do guided work with yourself. 
and yourself alone. If that's something you're at all interested in, go ahead and there's going to be a link below and it's on my stand store. You can purchase the shadow workbook and I'm going to give you guys 10% off. Just go ahead and type in all caps skinny dipping and that's going to give you 10% off your order and go check it out. I love you guys so much. You're inherently worthy and I hope to create more resources like this for you to heal on your own. Okay, guys, to go over it one more time, number one, lose the battle, win the war, stop trying to be right. Number two, if you're triggered, it's your problem. It's not your fault, but now it is your responsibility. Number three, to love is a choice, not a feeling. And as Bell Hook said, love is a combination of care, commitment, knowledge, responsibility, respect, and trust. Number four, find someone who's willing to grow with you and who's willing to look past imperfections, who gives you space to be imperfect and you do the same with them. And number five, keep being curious, give your partner clean slates and date each other. Uh, ah, that's so good. I hope you all find such deep, intimate, beautiful love and I can't wait for the next season. Guests, yes, lots of amazing guests. I'm so fucking excited and you're inherently worthy. Make sure to subscribe to this episode share it with someone if you are listening on a walk right now share on instagram of you listening i would love to see that it makes my day you guys are fucking amazing you are inherently worthy in everything that you are i am kayla rose this is skinny dipping soul in progress community and yeah i guess that's it for today thanks guys Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.